All right, guys, today I get to interview Ian Anderson Gray, and we're going to be talking about confident live marketing. We're going to be talking about his podcast. We're going to be talking about all the different things that go into creating great content, being confident, having the right tech, getting into the right stuff, setting the right stuff out in the content pillars. Ian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Obviously, you know, we're all about freedom here, uh, financial freedom, that is, and we're content obviously is a huge part of having influence, you know, making connections, making money and, uh, and living the life that people want. Take us into it. Like, what for you, I mean, obviously you put in the word confidence in your title. Like, why is that such an important part of your brand and your marketing? Uh, because like when I first started in this world, running my own business, I'm going to be totally honest, I was not confident. You know, I've had quite a journey, uh, particularly when it comes to live video. A lot of people say to me, Ian, like, I love what you do, but there's no way I could do that. I can't go on camera, let alone go live. Uh, and I say to people like, when I first started, I was exactly the same. In fact, I remember, I'm going to show my age now, when Google Hangouts on Air was, was a big thing, uh, going on my first ever one of those. And I was absolutely petrified. Um, but I've, I constantly share my journey of, of how I came from that and how I overcome my fears and, and how I, you know, my, cause my background is uh, I trained as a professional classical singer back in the day. So I, I use that in in terms of like getting my confidence and my communication in front of the camera so it's a massive thing because i think so many people out there have got so much to give they've got this uh, the amazing possibility of having the freedom of running your own business yet the confidence lack of confidence is holding them back and so it's a big a big thing for me so you said you used your com your your singing to help your confidence can you kind of describe what that process looked like yeah, so I remember I was on stage uh, at a big concert hall in the UK and it was a rehearsal and it went really badly because my voice cracked and I felt so embarrassed in front of everyone. So I went when it came to the main concert that evening, I went on stage, there was a big orchestra, a big choir, and I was thinking to myself, why on earth did I say I was going to do this? Like, oh my goodness. I had these nerves. I was having this fear. But then somehow I got on stage and it all clicked into place and I gave the best performance of my life. And there's a big um, similarity or there's, a, there's, there's not much of a difference between um, fear or adrenaline and excitement. And so that's what I say to people. When you get on camera, if you're feeling nervous, that is a good sign. I mean, you don't want to be completely afraid. But you, so that's not good. But if you can, if you can get the confidence in the technology, confidence in yourself and what you're going to be talking about, then turn that, tweak that into excitement. Uh, and that can make a massive difference. And also in my singing, it wasn't about me. I think this is, this is a big, a big problem that people have sometimes as a singer, it wasn't about me. I was there to communicate to my audience. And that's the same for, for us on, on the show and, and whatever kind of con video content that you're creating. It's not actually about you. It's about your audience. So instead of getting all kind of het up and, and about yourself and the way you look and the way you sound, think about what you're, the difference you're going to make in people's lives by you uh, turning up and communicating in front of the camera. So it's those, little, those two little things um, make all the difference. And then the third thing is it takes time. So the first few concerts I did were, were really bad, but I got better and I got, and sometimes I, I made a complete 
idiot of myself along the way, but I kept going. So consistency is really important too. So those those three things I think I learned from my singing background, um, and it makes a massive difference in terms of getting in front of the camera now. I can totally confirm what you're saying. I know when we first launched our podcast, we had very similar nerves, like, can we do this? All these types of things. And like what I'm hearing underneath what you're saying is essentially like the act of not giving value to the world, like through your voice, whether that be singing or, or providing content is it's really an ego thing, right? It's really like, yeah. I, I need to look good, right? It's, it's me, me, me versus like what you're saying. You switch to a servant style of mindset and th- that could be a great way of doing it. I love that. So yeah. let's dive yeah. into... I, oh, and I was just, just, I was just going to say, like, it sometimes feels like it's not an ego thing. I think I was, I think for many years, I thought, no, it's not. Because I'm not like, um, I don't think I've got a huge ego, but I think the, it, my ego was definitely getting in the way there because I was get I was getting obsessed by my my background. I mean, I love your background, by the way. It looks so cool. Oh, my background you. when I first started was just like a white wall. And I didn't go live for a whole month because I thought my background was really bad. That's my ego getting in the way. Let's be yeah. frank about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and I've had like interesting conversations with myself on that stuff too because th- we did not start with this background. It was much, much uglier uh, when we when we first got started. But then I was like, okay, well, do, should I let that stop me? Uh, probably not. And then it's like, if it bugs me that much, why don't I do something about it? And it's like, well, I don't have the money or I don't have this or whatever. Um, how did you work through that journey? Um, was your Because your background obviously probably, I mean, your background looks amazing right now. I'm assuming it was different when you started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm re- I was going to say I'm really happy with it now, but there's still part of me that wants more. You know, there's always that, you know, we love our gear. We love our tech. I want to get some like neon lights in the background, but no, seriously, uh, it, it came back to, it was May, 2019. So like over four years ago is when I decided enough was enough. I just need to launch my podcast. I'm teaching everyone else about it, but I'm not going live myself. I'm, I'm like like a total hypocrite. And so I just decided just to share my journey. I'm going to use the word authentically. I've, I've, everyone uses it, but I wanted to share the ups and the downs. And I also wanted to share with people that you can do it no matter what you've got. Because some people have shared with me when, when I started to, to grow my, my gear, uh, upgrade my camera, some people actually felt intimidated by that. So you can almost put people off the, the better the more tech that you've got, the fancier the camera, the fancier the lights, the fancier your background, you can actually put some people off. Um, and so just get started. Another another thing that comes to mind is like, if you're on Instagram stories or TikTok or whatever, it's often the, the, the more raw uh, content that we tend to look at. I found that I was just skipping over loads of content on Instagram stories a few years ago. And I thought, why did I do that? Let's go back. So I went back and I just instinctively skipped over the ones that would just look more professional because they look like ads. And yeah. so sometimes we can just get in the way. And, and so I just get started. Just get started with what you've got. As long as people can hear you, I think spend a bit of time getting the audio right. Because bad audio is going to put people off. If 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 it sounds like you're you're broadcasting from your from your bathroom, <laughs> you need to do a bit of work there. But other than that, go go with what you got. Absolutely, and yeah, I think we can leave that there because I mean that that's just 
a truth. Like, I mean, just start shooting video. And I mean, there's so many studies out there and studies, I mean, like people doing videos where, yeah, it's just, they're not, they have no quality, but on, on the, on the visual side, but their content's good and they blow up. In fact, a lot of times it seems like it's almost inverse what we think. So, yes. so and that's we, kind of annoying. Cause I, cause I love my right? gear. And I, right? <laughs> right. All the branding guys I've ever talked to are like, okay, you want to be crisp. You want to be clean. You want to be on brand. You want to be on point and all this stuff, which is so hard for me. So I try and work on it. Like what you're seeing now is like a lot of work for me to make this happen. And then all of a sudden this guy goes out in his bathrobe in a, you know, <laughs> iPhone and kills it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, it should be, it should be banned that that kind of behavior should be banned. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so let's dive into, okay. So we talked about like the background setup, but let's talk about the tech. Like, um, what, what sort of tech should people be thinking about when they're, when they're going to be creating content? Yeah. Well, um, I did say, start with what you got. And I do mean that I'm a big fan of bootstrapping your studio. Uh, and so you should think about it as a studio, even if it's just like a webcam and a microphone, that is your studio. The first thing I, I would say is make it easy for you to create content. Let's face it, creating content is hard. Uh, some of us find it easier than others. I find it, I'm going to be honest with you, I find creating content hard. It takes a lot of effort. So if, it, if it's going to take you half an hour to put your studio up, forget it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So... Uh, that's why I, I have a standing desk here. You don't have to have my standing desk at my my old house was just a normal desk, and I had loads of box files and my laptop on top of that. So it was like not very high tech, but it just got me got me going. Um, so the first thing that you need, I think, as well as obviously your computer, uh, is a decent microphone. So you don't have to spend huge amounts on this. Uh, something like the Samson, uh, as in S-A-M-S-O-N, the Q2U is a really good microphone. It's a dynamic microphone, so you, you probably will have to have it on shot. But the advantage with that is it's great for repurposing into audio podcasts because the audio quality is going to be good. If you've got kids or like a noisy house, it's not going to pick them up, which was my problem at the old house. I had a, a Blue Yeti microphone that picked every, everything up. So something like that, or you could get a shotgun microphone, which is going to pick up a few other bits up, up around the house, but is out of shot. So microphone first, then camera. Uh, actually, some of the integrated webcams these days and the latest MacBook Pros and stuff are pretty good. Um, but use your phone's camera. If you have an iPhone, there's uh, you can and the latest version, you can actually use that as your main camera. So do that, or um, use uh, use the the app Camo, and that that will make a massive difference. So yeah, do that uh, as your as the next thing. So camera, uh, and then lighting, of course, as well. So um, that was the second. That was that was the further down the line for me, but I have uh, the Elgato key lights. And the reason why I like those, they're not necessarily the best lights in the world, but I love the way I can adjust the brightness and the color temperature from my desk. I don't have to kind of keep going behind and, and messing around. Uh, and then other than that, of course, is we could get into tools and software on your computer as well. There's so much that has changed in recent months with AI and things like that. But um, I love, uh, you know, there's there's tools like Riverside FM. The one I use is Ecamm Live. Uh, there's also StreamYard. There's Restream. Those are all great software for going either going live 
or uh, just recording your video. Uh, and then you can use tools like Descript, which is you just bung the, the video or the audio into that. It transcribes it into English or whatever language you're doing it in. And then you can edit it from the text, like a Word document. You can turn it into, you can change the text. You can turn it into captions and I could go on, but it's amazing. There's loads and loads of good, cool tools out there now. Everyone who listens to our show knows Tim and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom, many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times that you've watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did, but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and got an inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. You mentioned Riverside FM, which is what we're on right now as we're recording, which is just, mm. and I'm sure a lot, of the, a lot of the tools are starting to add all this functionality, but it's just crazy to see. Like, I mean, we started podcasting maybe 16, 18 months ago, something like that. And now, I mean, then it was like, you can come in and record. Now it's like auto transcriptions, auto shorts. Mm. Now they're not amazing quality, but they're decent. There's yeah. uh, connections to things like Descript where you could change the text and it changes the, yeah. it's just crazy to think how far we've come in just this short time and you know where we're heading it's like will editing be a thing uh you know in two years or five years it's, <laughs> yeah with how fast we're progressing it's pretty wild which is really exciting and terrifying right i mean it's exciting because the people that are tech um limited let's say might be able to create some unbelievable content so easy in the future and yet, like if 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 you've if you've gone down this road to learn everything, it might be like, well, that advantage is wiped out. Um, but um, what's your take on the future? Yeah, I mean, it's so it is it is an amazing time to be alive, and AI is both frightening and liberating. So I love the way the likes of Descript uh, or Descript. I, I always call it Descript. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about here. Um, how it can just make editing so much easier um, using AI. Um, and I think AI is great in just liberating us from those tedious, boring tasks. So I think that is great. But for the, some of us, like I do off, offer production services and editing services. I am going to, and I already have changed my offerings slightly because AI is making my life easier, but it's also making my potential clients' life easier. So they don't necessarily need to hire me for some of the services I was offering before. Having said that, the kind of services they were hiring me for in the past 
wasn't really the stuff that I was enjoy doing. Enjoy doing. So um, I think we need we need to as AI grows and on all these tools um, you know, come onto the scene. We we need to change what we're offering. We also need so with AI. I think it's going to become even more important to be more to be raw and authentic because in the next year or so I think we're going to want even more so that raw human interaction so actually things like raw live video is going to become even more important because I think AI is going to make automation almost too easy for everyone so I think it's it's really interesting to be around at the moment and to see what's happening. Yeah. And then that might be the stamp for people to understand, like, was this raw, live, unedited video? Um, basically, was this human? Um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting thing. Now, I, I don't know what you think about this, but I on my blog, I actually wrote at the I have this little statement at the bottom. This blog is written by human beings and no AI was used, although I do use AI in my blog posts to help with research and for structure and maybe to clean things up. But in terms of actually writing it, I do that. And then I, so I posted that on, on social and a few people came back and said, look, Ian, I don't really care. As long as I get what I want from the blog, I don't care whether it's written by AI or not. And that kind of hurt my feelings <laughs> to right. begin with. And then, and then I thought like, it, it kind of depends, like, I go to chat GPT for certain things. I, I will ask it advice. I will get it to teach me things. But when it comes to like real deep human stuff, I'm not going to ask chat GPT. I'm going to talk to another human being. And so this is actually, I'm I'm pivoting slightly at the moment. So I've actually paused my podcast. Um, I'm going to be relaunching it because I, I, I want to start to think about making my podcast more I, instead of going shorter and to embrace short form content i i'm thinking about actually focusing on on deeper and more human content because i actually think that's more and more what people some people want not everyone some people want the shorts and some people want both but i think that's something that i want to focus on a little bit more yeah and in what way do you feel like you're going to go deep like what types of conversations do you want to have I so I I I'm a one of the things that I really love to do is to be a catalyst for transformation in people's lives. Like I meant, talked about a lack of confidence stopping people, um, and I think people don't really get to talk about what their struggles are. Um, people tend to be very super, not not everyone, but people tend to have very surface surface level conversations we don't really talk about the the, the big things that are going to move the needle that are going to help people move forwards the, the struggles maybe some controversial subjects as well um which people aren't talking about and i look at the marketing space and and i've been i've been part of this there's just there has been a lot of fluff and a lot of you know just simple stuff and i think it's now time to go deep and it's kind of like like what we're doing now we're actually having quite a deep conversation and i think people want that i think more and more people want that because they're kind of not getting that in in their day-to-day -day lives and they're not getting it online so much so that's that's what i'm really interested in yeah and so you're obviously 
your mission is to inspire people to be confident to put out content. Like, do you mm. think the podcast will be really centered around that? Or do you think that will kind of be a business and then the podcast will be a function of deep conversation? Haha. <laughs> well, yes, this is what I'm thinking about at the moment. I haven't quite made the decision yet. It's one thing I'm really passionate about is, is people's confidence stories. Like I want to inspire people. So one option for me is to to talk to people who've made that journey. Um, but yeah, I haven't quite decided yet. So maybe we can talk about this in the future. Uh, but yeah, my my business is is definitely the confidence is is part of it, whether it's confidence with the technology, confidence with communication or confidence with the content. But I think for for a while now I've wanted to go deeper into like what is your purpose? Uh, you know, why you know what a lot of people have chosen to to run their own business. Why? Why, why do you want to do that? What, what is, and how is that going to make an impact on your life? It's those kind of questions that I think we should be answering more because uh, it's not the easiest way for running your own business. But for me, it's, it's the, the opportunity to have the f freedom in my life is, is amazing. But how do you do that? And getting really deep into the nuts and bolts of, of that is, is what I'm interested in. And I could totally relate to this idea that what you're truly passionate about when it comes to podcasting and talking about might be different than what business might spawn off from that. Um, for us, mm. even the idea of the podcast for me was I wanted to do a podcast about critical thinking to help young people in going deep with their mm. thoughts. And then it was like, well, we probably need to start with a podcast that can generate business. Um, and then maybe five, 10 years, 20 years down the road, we launch a podcast that could be a little bit more about these other things. Um, so I totally relate to the decision making that has to go into it's how do we it's a it, it's a tough one but one thing I've been really thinking about recently is over the last 15 years of running my own business uh I haven't always had a strategy and the but I worked out that the times that I was the most successful in my business was the time when it seemed that I didn't have a strategy, but actually the strategy was I was following my curiosity. I was following what I was passionate about. And the time when I, I, I started to have doubts in that, I started to think, oh, like, I need to have a proper business strategy. Like my, my business friends saying, but Ian, you need to have like a proper, proper strategy. And as soon as I started to do that and do what I thought was the right thing to do, my business didn't do as well. And so what I'm doing at the moment is I'm going back to search, you know, following what I'm curious about, because when I do that, I'm at my best. It's, it is my kind of my zone of genius, I suppose. And when I do that, that's when I get my more success. And I'm not suggesting that everything's going to click into place and my business is going to be amazing, but it's when I'm, a, it's when I'm, a, when I'm my best, it's when I'm my most passionate, it's when my business ideas come together. And so Yes, have a strategy, but sometimes following your curiosity is a really good strategy. Absolutely. And so let's talk about content pillars. So we've talked about the tech. We've talked about, you know, building confidence and the things that can get in the way. Let's talk about what content should people create. Yeah, so there's there's, there's loads of different ways of looking at this. A friend of mine, Sam Ashton, uh, came up with the acronym BLAST, 
And so these are different types of you know video content, but you could create it's not just necessarily video. The first one is behind the scenes content. People love that. People love to know like they were a bit nosy. What's going on in in Ian's life, in Matt's life? They want to know how you're creating your podcast. So that's the B. L is for local. This could be like in your local area. It's, it's shouting out about local heroes, lo- people in your area. People love. Yes, we live in a in a in a you know we're in a global community, but people love the local. The next is a day in the life. So this is a bit like the blast, but this is. What are you working on today? What's a typical day like for you? The S is sneak peek. So this might be something new that you're working on. Uh, it might be like a new podcast. It might be a new uh, course that you're working on. So you're giving your audience a sneak little peek. It's like um, a bit of exclusive content. And then finally, it's kind of what we're doing today, which is tips and advice. It's your pillar content. It's your how-tos. It's your deeper conversations. I tend to focus a lot more on that final one, but actually people do really like the behind the scenes stuff. And that's when you can be a bit more raw as well. So I, I, I really like that. The other thing when it comes to this kind of content, the pillar content is yes, think about like a main theme for the show, but I like to have to subdivide that into themes. And this really helped me when I was inviting guests onto the show. I've already alluded to those to, to my themes, because they are kind of my pillars in my business. So they are, for me, um, confidence and communication and mindset. That's number one. Two is the tech and gear. Three is content and marketing. And so each episode, I'd focus on one of those three themes. Uh, and so that's what I would recommend doing. Don't just think of it like a big subject. Just focus on a number of different themes on your show as well. Um, and if you have a community, don't forget to hang out with your community. So, you know, it could be a Zoom call, it could be a live video, but people love the interaction. It's not all about you. It's about your audience as well. So make them feel loved as well and give value back to them. Yeah, absolutely. And what is your vision for your life and business next 12 to 18 months? So it is, it, I, as I said, I'm in this kind of pivot stage. I'm fo- I want to focus on I do want to focus on community and giving back. I want to focus a lot more on those deeper human connections in my business. Uh, And confidence is definitely going to be part of that. So uh, in terms of my business, it's creating more content that's going to help there. Uh, But also one of my dreams is to create small intimate events. Um, I've not... I've I've done a couple of events in my time, but what I really want to do is to have events maybe where I'm inviting 20 to 30 people over a weekend. And it's it's a weekend of transformation uh, in terms of running your own business, but deeper than that in terms of getting more confidence in in who you are as well. So that's one of the big things I want to do in the next uh next year really and that's something i've been working on with my coach and working with my wife as well who uh, works in the business as well and uh, something i'm really excited about awesome ian anderson gray thank you so much for coming on the podcast for sharing about your life and your business for being vulnerable with us and and obviously giving us some great advice Uh, for those of you out there listening maybe you struggle with confidence maybe it is an ego problem Uh, maybe 
can be about serving other people. Maybe you learned something from the content pillars, the blast strategy, whatever it may be. Write down something you learned from today. Share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom is acquired one action at a time. And if you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Ian, very, very cool, man. Thanks, Matt. Can I just say, you are an awesome interviewer. I've been on a lot of shows. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 